Hi guys. On today's episode, we interviewed Alex DeRosa, wife and a mom of four. She's passionate about encouraging women and especially young moms to find joy in the season of life that they're in. Whether you're married, single, kids, or no kids, Alex's insights of choosing joy and chasing dreams can apply to any of us. Also, speaking of choosing joy, we would like to invite our listeners to read along with us on our Lenten book study. This year, we chose Interior Freedom by Jacques Philippe. Order yours today from the Catholic Company for 15% off your purchase using the code Unraveled Podcast. Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Hi, Alex. Hi. How are you? Good. I'm great. How are you? We are doing great. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Yes. I'm so pumped. We are so excited to have you. You guys, today we have a special guest, Alex DeRose. We first found her on Instagram because I think it was maybe three months ago, her video went viral and it was a birth story with the Fulton Sheen speech in the background. I'm not sure what it was exactly called, but let's just say everyone was in tears after (laughs) watching it. So we loved that. And we all have become friends with her since. So anyway, Alex is a wife and a mom, a cradle Catholic as the oldest of eight children. She met her husband on Catholic match nine years ago as a senior in college. And they fell in love at first chat and married 11 months later. Oh, (laughs) mom of four boys and has a master's of science in nursing and is trained in NAPRO technology where she can Mm -hmm. offer her patients natural procreative treatments free from contraceptives. So we are so excited to have you on. Alex, what else can you share with us? No, that was great. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much everything. I would just add that um, I have been homeschooling my kids from the beginning, our oldest um, we have, we do have four boys. Our oldest is, will be eight in April. He's getting his sacraments this year. And then we have our five-year-old, two-year-old and a two-month-old baby. Um, so um, I'm currently, and this, we'll get into this in the conversation, but I'm currently home with them um, now and not working, not working as a nurse, but kind of using all that education um, through my blog and speaking and things like that. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, Alex, we just want to jump right into, um, we have a bunch of questions for you. Um, our listeners span all kind of across the spectrum. We have um, single ladies, um, ladies who are dating people, and then we also have um, women who are married um, and in the same vocation that all of us are in. Um, so we wanted to first start it off um, with asking you, you know, as a woman in the mm-hmm. different seasons of your life, You know, how have the different stages and seasons shaped your ability to chase your dreams and now um, bringing along those dreams and balancing motherhood? Ah, yes. I love this question. And I just love you girls. I love your podcast and how you guys have this awesome relationship. I just love everything about it. So um, you guys are doing great. Um, Yes. And I, I love this question so much. And I think a lot of I'm trying to write a lot about that and just the seasons of motherhood. So I've been a mom, like I said, for eight years and been a wife for, it'll be our 10 year anniversary in September. So, um, for about a decade. Yeah. Awesome. And, and and so, um, there's so much to say on this, but I think both of the, what I was telling another friend the other day is that personally, the hardest stage for me was the stage that you guys, I think you guys are both exactly in. You have both have two kids, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're both like, five and under, four and under. Yes. Oh, yes. 
Okay. Oh, so yes. I think that was the hardest stage of motherhood for me a hundred percent. And, um, <laughs> and like, you know, so I think I, my, my, like, I guess what I would share in terms of the story of like how seasons have shaped me is that every season gets better and every year gets better. And mm-hmm. I just had, I just turned 33 and so I'm calling it my Jesus, Jesus year. year. And, yep. 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 I saw you can uh, do the hashtag for me on that post. Oh, was did like, I? Yes, exactly. Oh. Um, it is. But um, so my point is that even in your, like in your thirties and everything, like every year gets better. And I think that a lot of like my late twenties and early thirties, I really didn't believe that. And I kind of had this whole, like in that season of motherhood, when I just have two kids of this, like, Oh, my life is over. My dreams are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm done working as a nurse. Okay. I'm my dream was like, I wanted to have this like pro-life practice as an, as a nurse practitioner, like, and do mm-hmm. bro and like teach women how to get off the pill and like all these things that I'm passionate about. And I was like, that's gone. Cross that off. Um, now I'm just like going to be a mom and that's it, you know? And, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, that narrative, like the transition for me being a stay at home mom has always been the hardest season. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I didn't understand how my babies could be a part of my dreams. I didn't, I never thought about that. You know, I never really had a plan for that. I just wanted to be a mom, had passions in education and I never like knew how those could combine, which I think most of us don't, right? right. <laughs> like you don't really know that. So, um, so I guess my, 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 um, season that the biggest season I would share is that like, you know, that, you know, just Leah Dare's hashtag. That's my favorite hashtag of like the babies and dreams, just how mm-hmm. like that, I think like if I could go back and just tell myself like all of like the, the negativity that I would bring upon myself and the times that I would like doubt and be like, I'm done or be jealous of other women who are chasing their dreams. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go back and just be like, no, Alex, like God, God is still going to use you. Like, I think mm-hmm. my narrative was that I wasn't going to be used or I wasn't going to be using my talents or my dreams couldn't be fulfilled. Those kind of narratives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I wish I could just tell other moms, like, no, like it, God is not done with you. And like those, those hard seasons, um, are, are going to, you know, make your dreams even more doable and more, you're going to be able to minister to even more people because you've gone through those, those seasons. Wow. Amen. That's beautiful. I think we've, Ken's and I have talked a lot about like as friends and even on this podcast, a bunch, how, um, that is such a hard transition, especially like if you're a big dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about how like we have so we have mom friends that span the spectrum of like love staying at home. And then we have there are other friends that are like, oh, there's that we have a hybrid of both or, you know, friends that work outside the home. And so it's like, how do you um, as a mom find a way to to in those hard days, not give up on your dreams, but also be comfortable in your own skin to accept that there is a little bit of shift in priority there. Um, and, um, but it doesn't mean you give up on those dreams fully. It right. just means that they might, um, they might transform in right. ways that you almost never imagined they would. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's so many, I mean, I like, I just, I just made that, uh, I just made a reel a couple days ago about journaling. So my number one thing that I think that I'm so grateful that I didn't give up on was journaling and writing down what was going on in those seasons. Mm. And I think like, that's a huge thing to keep for yourself, you know, like Mm. to just keep, keep writing, you know, I mean, the whole topic of dreams is like, it's a very protective topic to get into because 
there's so much to say about, you know, protecting your dreams and not just like going on a, on a podcast and telling people, you don't know, these are my dreams. And there's people who actually say that that might not be a good thing. Like, you know, protect the seed that the Lord has planted in your heart a little bit and let, Mm. let the Lord really speak to you, you know, and, um, foster that dream with people, um, that you trust. And, um, you know, uh, there's actually saint writings about that too. Kind of, you know, like it's okay to keep some dreams in your heart and, and pray through them, that kind of thing. So my point in saying that is that I think, um, you know, when you are a dreamer, you are at home, that kind of thing, journaling them and talking to God, like that's really helpful. Um, and then of course, like you guys have said before, you know, having like friends that you can really trust Mm -hmm. that can snap you out of that. And I know for me, like depending on what your temperament is, you know, it's hard to, um, share your struggles, of course, sometimes Mm -hmm. with even good, good friends sometimes. So, you know, making sure that you do have those like lifeline friends that you can say, you know, I'm like, really like, this is bothering me so much Mm -hmm. that I'm not working. And what I found, I mean, if you're getting into the like working mom thing with dreams, what I found was like, I couldn't find the right quote unquote group of moms that connected with me when I would say that they, they would kind of be like, well, I don't, I don't miss working or that's not my dream. Like my dream is to be with my kids. And I was like, wait, why am I wrong wrong with me? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, and, um, yes. And so that's not bad. Like, like accepting someone, how, where someone else is, but when you're in that vulnerable stage of motherhood and which I would say is the stage that you guys are in that for me, that was the most vulnerable, um, vulnerable in terms of like being hard on myself and having a hard time accepting being happy for other people in their dreams, you know, um, because you're at a point where you kind of feel sometimes, Oh man, I'm not, I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which we never are. We're never there yet. That's never right. <laughs> We've never arrived in life in general. I love that. But, um, That's so good. Yeah. Oh my. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right. Like there's women in their forties who are crushing new dreams all the time. 50s, 60s, you know? So like, we're never there. Our dreams are always changing and growing, but, um, but, but back to that, you know, vulnerability stage, um, that, you know, when, when people aren't resonating with what you're saying, that that's okay and kind of like keep keep talking about it and keep journaling and I think you know you find you find groups of women who do then connect does that make sense absolutely absolutely when I um Bridget and I talk a lot about this and I'll speak for both of us here because we've talked about it so much um we both went to school in New York City and both of us have said probably on the podcast too that um I I never thought I'd be married or have kids it was never on the list of you know this is my checkbox. I got to get married, then have the kids and, you know, have my job. So for me personally, um, after my time in New York traveling, getting married, I had a child fast, not even that fast. It was two years after we were married, but it happened so fast emotionally. And I remember a distinct like feeling like now what I'm supposed to be acting in LA. I'm supposed to be doing this, this, and this, and I'm stuck in the desert following my military husband because I I don't have a choice and I'm supposed to, you know, be abide in that way as a wife and, Mm -hmm. you know, do my, um, what God has called me to in this season. And I remember feeling like, am I the only mom who doesn't want to do this like this right now? (laughs) And what's wrong? Because I can't just take stroller walks every day. I can't, I I can't do that, but I did because that was the season. And so it's so, It's refreshing, Alex, that you recognize like how hard that season is. I mean, we're still in it in a, in a sense, I still have a baby. There's more on the way, you know, stuff like that. But 
But that first mm-hmm. child, those first um, nine months postpartum mm-hmm. of like, that was the hardest for you. Oh yeah. Just yeah. discovering who the heck am I? I? I did so many things on the side just to cover up that this, yes. I'm not just a mom because like you, I'm a huge journaler. So is B. We talk about it all the time. Yay. Morning pages mm-hmm. are our favorite yes. thing. And, um, so I did that a lot and thank you, Jesus. And I was able to come out on the other side of those two years and say, wow, Mary and God used me in this time to draw closer to them. It was necessary oh, so for my spirit, but I'm so thankful awesome. that we can do that, like recognize and be vulnerable about it. I think you're right. You got to find the right group. I'm so thankful for bridge and my closest, dearest mm-hmm. that I feel confident in myself to share where I struggle and what I work yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, it's beautiful to hear that. What about you, B? I love that. I, I, everything that both of you guys have said resonates with me so much. Um, I have very clear, distinct memories of having Colby and being invited to, um, do you guys know the group yes. mops? Yeah. Like the Christian yes. group mops. So I had like an evangelical friend invite me to her mops group, which by the way is amazing. And yes, I think there needs are. to be a Catholic yes, version Yes, I have mops. said that so many times, Bridget. <laughs> like yes, I, amen. <laughs> we need to create a Catholic version of mops. Yes. And now that yes. we've put it out there, someone else is going to do it. But, um, yeah, so I loved going to mops. Um, it, and for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's basically this brilliant concept of, um, churches creating groups of lots of moms where there's childcare provided. And it's basically like a beautiful brunch and you have your table of moms that you get to know. And they usually bring in like a speaker or they'll have like someone from the church speak or like I mean, I heard really cool talks at mom groups about like, you know, technology in the home and things like that. So it's like part like you're learning and having socialization with other moms, but then also like you get time to like eat your food and not have like, you know, your toddler eating your food or something. Mm -hmm. So it was really nice. But I remember um, at times being in that group and a lot of the moms at my table, um, they very much were like all in on like, I'm at home and that's what I want to do. And, and so when I was in that vulnerable stage that you're talking about, Alex, I felt very much like a square peg in a round hole because I was just like, Oh my gosh, I have all these crazy ideas and dreams and things I want to do. But I also feel like I can't share it with them because what if they think I'm crazy that I'm not you know, that I'm not okay with, you know, this new season. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that I wasn't okay with it. It was just that I just am always thinking of all these things that I want to do. And so I think there is something to be said about what you were sharing about really finding that group of women that get you and they get your crazy dreams and, and, you know, just clinging to those voices that Mm -hmm. say that like, you know, I'm going to affirm the parts of you that, you know, just letting, letting it be a safe space where you can get things off your chest even. Mm -hmm. Um, so I loved the group, but then there were also times that I was like, oh my gosh, like I love so many parts about this group, but I also feel like I need to find like my, my tribe. And so as I have become older in my motherhood, um, and, and I've matured, I've, I've realized that it's important to find those women that, um, kind of see all parts of you, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. I, I totally love that. And it's, I, it's so funny you say that about the mops. We've said that so many times. A few of my Catholic friends and I are like, 
in a mobs group and we're like we're just like infiltrating the <laughs> because there's no yes. Catholic mobs so we're like we're just infiltrating the um <laughs> the oh my gosh I always felt but, like I was like hiding in the mobs I know, group as the like so hidden funny. Catholic <laughs> no it's so funny I love that you said that and you know it's I was thinking about this too how um like yeah God is just so good like you know what I mean it's just it's he's so good with these different seasons about how I I think it's just it's just so hard when you're so hard on yourself and you're doubting that like it sounds like both of you too can kind of speak truth to yourselves when you go back and be like oh man mm-hmm. those doubts I had like you, you know things that you wish you could go back and just tell yourself listen like God is not going to waste this I think that was always a big narrative I told myself too that things were going to be wasted you know mm-hmm. um so I, I feel like you both kind of get that it's like no none, none of those seasons are wasted every season is God is not is going to use that even when you feel like you're not chasing your dreams or you know you um were speaking about yeah how nothing is wasted I think of that spiritual maturity too right like if I could go back to myself in acting school at age 19 I would wish I had way more life experience because I would be able to um, play to that and right. kind of connect with anyone. And now I say, if I went back, oh my gosh, I'd have so much more to give. And I think that in relationship and in in how I support my friends and my family and how I love, it's because we know more. We right. just do. So it's like those are gifts of wisdom um, that just fill your cup. And when I, yeah, things you don't even know you need, things that you, I didn't know I needed my babies. I didn't know how much they would just fulfill so many parts absolutely yes it's so great and it's it's Mm -hmm. it's interesting for myself in this season now being um my fourth postpartum and knowing like this is the first postpartum where i'm not googling jobs and i'm not googling nursing jobs and i'm not every other baby i was always like thinking of that next work step which was like outside the home and this is the first time where i'm not and it's just a practical issue too because we both committed to homeschooling and i'm like listen with homeschooling is a full-time job at this point. So, (laughs) so, um, so it's like, I, I practically, if I'm going to commit, which we both want to do that, Nick and I, I just, it's just not going to really work right now. But it's interesting because I share that saying I, my desire has changed where I don't, I I'm looking at my degree on the wall and I don't want to Google a nursing job right now. I know where I'm, I'm so confident in that, what I'm doing right now. And I'm so driven by that. And I know that, if the Lord wants to use me later, the next decade, there's plenty of time to go back, you know? And I remember hearing that all the time from women like, oh, you can always like go back or, you know, work will always be there. And I kind of was like, well, I don't want to hear that. You know, that doesn't help mm-hmm. me right now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if I can go back in the future. I want to now, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, like, and right. so I never really, I, I never like owned that advice, but now I really understand that. Um, and I think too, just as my oldest has gotten older, I just see like, it is true how quickly those times go and um, just knowing like, okay, I can, I can right now I can use social media. I can use, I can evangelize online and still be home with my kids. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like where my dream is right now. It also kind of reminds me of this um, concept that I've been very intrigued by recently, which is like um, slow growth. Mm-hmm. And this idea of like, um, like, for example, if we have a third, you know, that will probably be a big transition for me because we probably won't have three little ones, you know, at a preschool or daycare. And so I keep thinking to myself like, okay, when that season comes, how can I still feel like I'm growing towards these other 
you know, bigger dreams that I have. Yes. And I think it's just this concept of like a small chip away mm-hmm. at it every day. Oh, I even love that for just, yes. Yeah, just like a blog or yes. you know, writing about yes. it or even reading a book yes. that will teach me about how to be better at what I want to be better oh, at. Oh, I whether, love that. Yeah. And so it's like finding the times that things might look differently, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to be growing towards those dreams. And it's funny that you said, you know, God doesn't waste anything because a priest told Ken's and I in New York City eight years ago, you know, there's no wasted time for the believer. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of held on to that phrase that there's no wasted time for the believer. And we're we're using that as a through line in our women's retreat coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really hit the nail on the head that there are these seasons where you feel like, oh my gosh, you can't do these big things, yeah. but what is like one thing I can do? Mm-hmm. And so it's like finding out what that is um, that gives you that like, you know, blue flame that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. No, I love that so much. And it is so true. Like that your, your big dreams might, like you were saying, Bridget, in the small growth things, like all of these little dreams can still lead to the bigger dream. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like the slow growth, you know, like for example, one of my passions in medicine was always, okay, sharing this message of like pro-life medicine and, you know, Mm -hmm. NAPRO technology and, you know, that all of, all of that, all of those big, big issues. Right. And I like saw myself as being this, like, you know, uh, pro-life nurse in that field. And, um, and that was like a big, big dream. And it's like, okay, all of these little tiny blogs, all of these little connections, mm-hmm. that that doesn't mean the dream is gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, those slow Absolutely. growth, it's still it, it could still be the same dream. And the more children you have, the more the more it adds to that dream in mm. different seasons, you know? Absolutely. It doesn't take away from it at all. I, I, I totally I totally love what you said. Yes. And Alex, do you think like I feel like you have a you're a little bit older than me and uh, you're 33. I'm 28. And so I, I think that every year brings something beautiful and new to discover and to mm-hmm. grow and to learn mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. And I think something I struggle with um, to the point of slow growth is mm-hmm. I think, oh my gosh, I'm 28. Why haven't I done all this stuff yet? I should have okay. all these. Things. And I'll lament to my friends who have no babies about that, who are mm-hmm. um, pursuing dreams. And they will mm-hmm. so generously point out to me, Mackenzie, you're married and you have two children. And right. <laughs> and right. And you're doing this and this and this. And so I think it's easy to see that when you're stuck in it. Right. But, right. but something that I do just love and love to remind us is like every season is a season. And mm-hmm. so you can't see yourself in 10 years from now. You can right. plan and have goals and dreams and pray the big mm-hmm. prayers, but all we can do is, you know, honor our identity as daughters of God and just do our daily duties, as Father Mike Schmidt says. So you probably see all those seasons, like how they've evolved, and you can look back and smile and tear up with joy, right? Like, but in the moment, you're like, "Wow, I how am I not doing everything, you know, that I've planned so far?" So it's cool. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, part of that too is like, like you were saying, you know, like, I mean, there's 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 such a huge. I mean, this is something that we were talking about too, like owning your story, you know, the dream of your story and like just not that temptation to compare, you know, where other people's dreams are and mm-hmm. where, or, or, I mean, someone was asking me this the other day and I said, I tend to just compare myself to myself, like yeah. myself, you know, not like, of course, of course we all compare to other people too. But, um, 
but it's more like I'll, I'll kind of what you were saying, like, oh, I, I'm this age and I, I wish I was doing this, you know, <laughs> at myself. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and I think just like what's so helpful owning where, yeah, you're, you're basically like your own story. Mm-hmm. Like to keep going. That's why journaling is just so fruitful, right? Like you can say, okay, I'm, I'm Mackenzie and I like, I'm 28 years old. <laughs> Something that was helpful in journaling. Someone just told me the day is like, write down, like, what, what is the now of, of what's the now in your life? Like what, mm. what, like the season of now, like write about that, you know, like specifically, like be really specific about what's going on in your life now. One thing we wanted to ask you, Alex, is like in the different, um, the different days and the ups and downs that motherhood can bring, um, like, how do you get through, for example, my daughter and son were up all night last night coughing. They don't have COVID. We got them tested, <laughs> which even though I'm like not crazy jazzed about getting COVID tested. Oh my tests, gosh, I'm like, yes. I'm like, they've been coughing for a week, so we're just going to go. But they didn't oh. have it, but oh, they were God. still up all night coughing. And oh. so we were up literally watching cartoons with oh. my two-year-old daughter in our basement oh, till yes. like 2 a.m. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. Oh. So I guess like on in these seasons where it is really hard, yes. um, how, like as a mom of four, how, what is some practical advice you can give kind of like women in our phase of like, how do you get through those hard days and those hard nights? Yeah, it's so tough. I mean, it is so tough. I've, <laughs> I've been there and broken down all the time. Like, it's just, it's just really tough. I mean, I think we, I think everyone gets it. Like every mama that's been there just gets it. Nobody's going to say like, this is going to be the life-saving advice because it's just tough and you kind of just get through it. You know, I mean, like I said, looking back, one thing that I think would have been even more helpful was just kind of like writing that down almost being like, Oh my gosh, like my daughter is, even if it's just in like a, some way to yourself, my daughter was up all night um, till, Mm -hmm. you know, um, till 2am we're watching cartoons. Like that is such a, like, it's such a beautiful season. You know, mm, like right. you're doing the mess work, you're in the mess yeah. and you're, you're doing that mess work and no one expects you to be doing anything other than that. You know, like, wow. like every other mom who's been there, like no other mom is being up till 2am watching cartoons and then crushing it at a whatever else, you know? <laughs> right. Wow. And, yeah. Um, you like, nobody is, you know, like no, no mom, every, you know what I mean? And, and, and if there's some kind of facade, like, oh, you see a cool Instagram story. Oh man, how was, I can never do that. Like. Oh man, like she's so put together. I, I was up till 2 a.m. That's not me, you know? Like it's like that's you know, that's a facade. Like <laughs> like we aren't sharing those moments on Instagram. Right. But do you know what I mean? Like nobody exactly Although we should. Maybe we should. You know, we'll yeah, and that's, I mean that's exactly that's a whole other topic of like, you know, understanding, you know, what's presented on media and how that reflects on us. But but just right. knowing like the practical, like I mean the I don't really have practical advice because I don't want to act like I've been better through that. Like I have, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. I was like that, like I didn't want to share anything. And that's why I'm, I'm happy. I was, I wasn't on Instagram until I turned 33. Like I didn't even have Instagram until this year because um, I think it would have been really bad for me because I think I, you know, but my point is, is that, um, you, you know, it's just like, I don't really know, to be honest, there's not like great advice, which I think is good advice. I think the good advice is that, you know, nobody at those moments, Bridget, like has it together. 
you know, right, because right. you are, you're like, and I remember being so obsessed with sleep that like every yeah. fight I would have with Nick would be about sleep. And Nick oh. was like, if you just didn't care about sleep, like we would never fight. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I remember like buying, sleep like, is crucial. you know, buying like five noise machines and then like locking the yes. kids and be like, you have to sleep. like, just like <laughs> screaming about sleep. Like, oh, because right. I was like, it was like a control factor. Like if I couldn't control right. this, then, yeah. you know, and I was like, you know, I didn't want to be home. And, you know, and so like, I, I don't have, I wasn't good during that. I was crashing, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that um, is advice in and of itself though. Thank you. Because honestly, even just sharing that, I think a lot of times we see, like you said, like the highlight reel yeah, of these other women totally. and you're like, oh my gosh, they definitely know how to get their kid to bed. And <laughs> exactly. <I'm> so- <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, that's why like my, that's why it's so true. Like if I didn't have my faith, if I didn't have the sacraments, and I say this all the time when I talk about marriage, like I always tell people, they say, oh, your marriage advice. And I'm like, my best marriage advice is confession. Like go to confession because, you know, I mean, there's Mm -hmm. other things too, like have date nights, all of that. There's a lot, but really like the sacraments, I mean, those seasons of motherhood were so Mm -hmm. hard for me that I, I was just so not good. Like I would just sin so much or get so angry, get so, get so upset with myself and, and, for me, my biggest sin is like pride. So I was just always so on my heart of myself. And then I take it out on Nick. And if I didn't have confession, like, I don't know what would happen if I didn't have the Lord, like to, to forgive me and to show me, like, I still love you, Alex. Like you're still a good mom. You're, you're still my daughter. Like I'm, I'm going to bring you through this. I'm with you in this. If I didn't have those voices of Christ, like I would be, who knows, gone (laughs) you know I feel that that's awesome I feel like we have a follow-up question then to that is you kind of spoke to it like you talked about a deep struggle was early um you know motherhood but what has pulled you out of that like how did you pull yourself out confession yes who are you who's your biggest inspiration like do you have a saint that you really look to oh yeah I love that I love that no that yeah the biggest I love the biggest inspirations I think um um yeah that's a really tough question like definitely what pulled me out was just, was just what pulled me out specifically other than a person. It was just my, just the faith, just like mm-hmm. being able to go back, go to mass and sometimes mm-hmm. even feeling embarrassed to like receive communion because of how, how oh. bad I felt about myself or like yeah. how, you know, and be like, I don't even deserve this. Or like, I'm just going to sit in the back of the mass and journal because I don't even want to face the Lord. Cause I'm just such a bad sinner, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but just going there and just, you know, seeing, and then sometimes seeing other witnesses who, you know, like, that's what I want to do now is be able to speak to moms in that season too, because that would help, you know, hearing other women's testimonies who've come out of early motherhood or who would speak, you know, like Leah Darrow's babies and dreams. That's why I love that movement because that speaks to me a lot. And just being able to tell other moms that that helped. And then in terms of like inspirations, it depends on like what category you're talking about. I think, you know, Mary, like Mama Mary, 100% as an inspiration. And then practically, one thing that helped me so much was just reading, you know, totally. like reading these books about the saints and reading. And I mean, I've read so many books, I can't even tell you from like, basically, Mackenzie, from when you're from being your age to being my age, I think I, I've probably read over 200 books, like so many books, wow. like, mm-hmm. and just so many. And, um, that has been so fruitful because just filling my mind with these saints who've overcome great difficulties, like insane difficulties, you know, mm-hmm. and just 
always reading these stories of hope and inspiration um, really got me through. So like St. Zelie, for one, 100% reading mm-hmm. was very raw in her writings about yes. when she writes to her husband, she's just like, okay, you know, she's bothering me at my skirt right now. I don't want to talk to my daughter. I want to do this, you know? And so <sighs> reading about what, you know, what she struggled with was awesome. So definitely reading about St. Zelie. Um, and I can't remember the other, and then Edith Stein, Edith Stein, just that those are the two women I would recommend. No, those are, those were like saint inspirations. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of a book we're reading right now, Bridget. Um, that's both, both of us and you've read it too, Alex. Interior Freedom by Father Jacques Philippe. Oh, yes. Like, that's so good. Danger. That's awesome. Bridget said it. She's like, I'm highlighting the whole book. I, I, I am too. I'm stuck on page 68 and 69 about mercy and forgiveness of yourself. Because I, I, I pretty much am a pretty good forgiver. I cannot forgive myself for anything. Right. Yes. It's um, so hard. I try to, but it's always comes back to you, right? Like you're so, yeah, it's pride. It is pride because you just want to be better and you just knock yourself at like how far you have to go. But you know, you don't, God God doesn't want you to live like that in motherhood, Mm -hmm. in your marriage, in your friendship. He's like, no new joy comes in the morning. What do you say, Bridget? Joy always comes in the morning. So oh my gosh. His mercies, one of my favorite verses, Bridget, is his mercies are new every morning. His mercies are new every morning. Yes. Yeah, there was like yes. a Southern neighbor who would say that to us. Joy comes in the morning. I yes. Love I love that. And you know what? I will add to though, like when you guys were saying about practical advice, like, you know, I wish that something I wish I would tell myself that I didn't do this because I just am not a relaxed person, you know, <laughs> which I don't know how you girls are like, you know, but I wish that um, I would relax more, like when I'm yeah. up till 2 a.m. and the kids were yes. up all night, you know, and just give myself the permission to yeah. like, and I know this is a big thing of motherhood of like giving yourself the permission to delegate, like, you know, get the house cleaner if you need it or like, yes. you know, all that stuff. And like, I wish I would give myself the permission to relax because on days where I felt like I wasn't being productive and I was just with the kids or up all night, my, my like go-to thing, which I feel like you guys are similar would be like, I need to produce something, you know, I need to create something Mm -hmm. I need to, you know, which sometimes that's good. You need outlet, but it gets to the point where when you do that, then you get even more overtired, more exhausted. And then you're like more harder on the kids and you're more upset with yourself. So instead of just being like, I was up till 2am, which is crazy. And I should just be able to drink a glass of wine and watch Mm -hmm. a chick flick. And that's fine, yes. you know, and like really the permission that like, listen, you're not going to be up till 2 a.m. every night. And when you are, that's your permission. That's, that's what you did. She just told me the other day, like when you're on, when you want to relax like that on the couch with a glass of wine, invite Jesus with you on that time and tell him, this is all I can do right now. <laughs> that's good. You know, I love that. Yeah. I think when you're like a busy mind, like a busy minded person, it is so hard just to relax. Exactly. And I am totally like that. Um, I actually recently heard a really cool podcast by the actress. I sent it to Ken's, but um, Candace Burr, oh, yeah. who is from I love Full her. House. I love her. Yeah, that was great. For her. her book she's is her. So one, her books are great, by the way. You guys would love like her. She has a book on kindness that's really good. Oh, really? I didn't even know she it's, wrote books, uh-uh. but I, I'm going to write that down because it's this called podcast, Kindness: The New Classy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ooh, okay. I'm writing that down because I didn't know too much about her outside the show. And then she was on some podcast. I think is it motherly? Yeah, you sent me motherly, and she interviewed about her time right after the show, right? 
Yeah. And she had babies right Mm -hmm. away and back to back babies. And she basically said, I decided I needed to step away from acting. And I didn't Mm -hmm. even know this, but she stepped away from her acting career for 10 years. I know. And she was like, she talked very candidly about those first encounters with people where they would say to her, like she'd have her stroller and she's on a walk and they'd say, so what are you up to now? Mm-hmm. And she would be like, she'd be like, this is what I'm up to. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. remember, like she said, I felt so self-conscious mm-hmm. in those answers until going back to what you said until she owned it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. And I, de- I definitely think it takes growth to own it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. It really, really does. And it takes, you know, it takes, like I said, the whole vulnerability of motherhood is true because it takes time. Like it's very hard to own. For me, it was hard to own it. And I didn't want to own it when my kids were four and two. Like it would just, I wasn't there, you know? Mm-hmm. So like once they were a little bit older, like right now, do you know what I mean? <laughs> But it, it that only came, like you said, with, with the growth. So And the kids know. growing too, Alex. Like exactly. Infants, That's what I mean. Right. Infants right. are so hard. They really they're so right. easy, but they're right. hard because you're like, right. what are you doing all day? I'm right. talking to a, a sweet little cute blob and exactly. doing nothing educational. Exactly. For like every every mama needs like a huge trophy when she when she hits her re- one year first year and then yes. when she potty trains her first kid. Those are yes. like yes. Once you do those first two things, you get a little you get so much more self confidence self confidence. Yes. I you know? And when you do, haven't done either of those yet, it's it's you're even more vulnerable. So it's you're harder to own that when you're still in those seasons. But mm-hmm. but Candace Burt, oh my gosh, huge plug for her and her books. You guys should yes. Kind is the new classy was the was my favorite one of her books. And she talks about that a lot, about um the the, the motherhood seasons and like how to be kind through that. Mm-hmm. I she love that. Beautiful. Thank you for mm-hmm. affirming the produce like the production need and in, in both of us too. Alex, it's so hard. I'm type A also. So it's Uh like, I constantly have to be doing, otherwise I'm not doing anything. And really, it always goes back to what are you rooted in? If you're, if you are truly rooted in the faith and your identity as, you know, God's daughter, then that stuff just, it's okay. And of course you have to create and you have to follow your dreams. And you should do that. But gosh, I need permission to relax. Bridget loves her bubble baths, right? B, I need to do good work. Good job. Oh, good <laughs> oh, job. Yeah. That is amazing. We, we built our first She home. taught me those. I need do to do it, those. Girl. That's amazing. I have to do something. I mean, it's the only way that I will relax if I do it. Right. And it's taken me a while to realize. That but... is awesome. Gosh, you got to find your thing. I need a bubble bath. No, that is awesome. <laughs> me too. I was going to say, we, we built our first home, a bri- which was, was new construction. She, all, our own bubble bath, right? Like this oh. beautiful bathroom. And we've lived here for five years and I haven't used it once. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Here's Alex, <laughs> I'm going to come over and use it. Gosh. Yeah. Well, Alex, do you have any final, like just any words of wisdom for maybe a listener who is not in our season yet? Um, who might be looking for the right person um, or, or doesn't, doesn't have kids yet. Um, what would you say to that? Um, what would you say to that person? Like they're either, they're either searching for their vocation um, and maybe they're single and they're in a season of waiting. Um, so like, I guess like any words of wisdom on like growth that you can do individually before you enter into that stage, whether it's motherhood or whatever. Oh yeah. That's to. a good question. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say, you know, like I said, definitely keep a journal. <laughs> so definitely like keep a journal and keep self-reflecting, you know, just writing down like anything that any kind of um, things that you're feeling, you know, like all those feelings, just keep talk, telling those feelings to God. Like I, I feel like I have this on my heart or, 
you know, this is, this is something that I, that I desire or that I want, like write down all of your desires to him and like, just keep talking to him, like tell him your desires, tell him your fears, um, all of those things. Um, because there's something powerful about writing it down to the Lord or speaking it out loud to the Lord in prayer is so helpful. Um, not to give up, you know, hope yeah, prayer sacraments, um, <laughs> as much as you can, the sacraments confession, daily mass, and just not to give up hope and just know that he's, you know, he like, like we said on this thing, like he's not going to waste anything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he wants the best for you. I think it's like, he wants that abiding joy for you. I, I don't know if that's helpful, but that's what I would think. Yes, <laughs> that is very awesome. helpful. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Alex. So you shared Candace, her, what is her book? Alex, we should all share she something has a few, that we yeah. love. Actually, I did write a post a while ago about it. I can send it to you, but, um, yeah, she has actually a few books and she actually just wrote a children's book. But the one that I love is called Kind is a New Classy. Kind is a New Classy. Okay. Ooh, Bridge, like do you that. have anything you're doing lately that you want to share with the class? Oh, gosh. Um, I, other than the book we're reading right now, Interior Freedom, which I love, I also read, actually, funny enough, in the stage we've all been talking about that very early motherhood stage, I read Searching for and Maintaining Peace. Oh, that's so and good. I just remember that helping my marriage even because that book talks a lot about like your, your everyday dealings with people and how, like, if you don't have peace in your heart, it's kind of hard to, to have that kind response to the person you live with or the people you encounter. So I just remember that book, like really impacting me in that season. That's perfect. I love it. What about you, Ken's? Oh, I didn't think you were going to ask me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, wait. Hold on. Well, I, I'll just, uh, my favorite thing this last year that Colin and I got into, I'm sure, I think I sent it to you, and Alex, I'm sure you've seen it, is the movie A Hidden Life. Oh, yeah. No, wait, I haven't watched that. It completely changed, like, my, I don't know, my perspective on suffering and ah, joy. Okay, so it's about, um, his name's Franz Jacques Stutter something I can't remember he's going to be a saint I know it he's in Austria during World War II and he was called to be a Nazi and like everyone and he said no to the death like and his family supported him and it was the most beautiful captivating film about obedience and um, suffering and joy in Christ and yeah it's called A Hidden Life Oh my gosh, you guys. It's Oh my gosh, I'm getting that. And I'm also going to get the Candace book. I'm so excited. (laughs) Those two awesome things. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Alex. This was such a joy. Yes, thank you, Alex. Thanks for having us. Where can people find you on social media? Oh, yes. I'm just just on Instagram now. So um, what is my handle? Oh my gosh. Okay. It's Alexander DeRose. (laughs) Perfect. And Alex shares awesome content on social media about finding joy in motherhood and choosing joy online um just a lot of awesome positive stuff so check her out for sure thank you guys so much and keep up the great work i love what you're doing and i'm so excited for your retreat and all the big dreams you guys have thanks Thanks, take care Bye. bye bye